Who are you and what are you doing here? Hi, everybody. Hello, what are we waiting for? This is fantastic. Hello, hello, hello. This will only hurt for 22 minutes. It's very early. I may have to hurt you. Call me in five minutes. This is something that is treatable. This is something that is fixable. Hey, this is not a test. Oh, my God, it's early. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. <laughs> I don't know the I, I don't watch the DNC. I don't watch the RNC. I really don't pay a lot of attention to either. Talking about the national or national Democratic National Convention, the Republican Convention, whatever that's going to be. Whatever uh, is going on in that arena. I don't pay attention to them. It's nothing but a bunch of malarkey anyway. Malarkey. New word. Malarkey, I think, is the word. What does malarkey mean? Where does that come from? I have an idea, but if I say where I think it comes from... Malarkey. Yeah, malarkey. I don't know where it comes from. But I'm, I'm thinking... Malarkey sounds kind of Irish, don't it? Malarkey? Yeah, malarkey in Ireland. I don't know. Anyway, it takes, you know, you know, politics, there used to be mudslinging. And we all understood that. We, we grasped that today. It's just nasty. It just, it's awful. It's, uh, most of everything they say is an out and out lie. And that's both sides of the street, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like getting into that. But no, I'm not. Uh, not even interested in watching these conventions because every time you watch, you know, it just. Yeah, well, I've said enough on that. How you doing? This is FBTV Radio Podcast, the FBTV Radio Podcast, Freight Broker TV. You can visit our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. Yeah, we're doing these about once every couple of weeks now. We've been swamped, man. We've been busy and getting videos and uh, things like that out. Uh, working, well, uh, my name is Mike. I'm your host, but uh, I am also a consultant, the lead consultant for Taltoa. And we, we've just been going, no kidding, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, to late into the afternoon, and uh, we still need more hours in the day. So, yeah, these uh, the radio podcast and the videos, they haven't been coming out quite as often as we'd like. Now, FBTV Insiders, you know, keep a watch. We are uh, getting ready to actually begin scheduling a weekly live broadcast going to have to be an insider to be able to see that, though. But uh, keep uh, go, go to the uh, uh, live broadcast page and in the chat area below the live broadcast window. Yeah, we will uh, keep you up to date on what the next broadcast will be. But like I said, we're going to get that done on a regular basis. Going to start broadcasting those on a regular basis and uh, see how it goes. Hey, if you've got questions, comments, maybe you want to leave a message, you can do that at our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. We have contact forms all over the website. We've been having problems with the website today. We posted a video, but we can't get the picture for the video to display. And don't know what's going on. That just started. We, we've got... Uh, we're getting tech involved in this, so hopefully we'll get that worked out. Otherwise, we're going to have to do something because we just can't have a black spot. <laughs> Funny, but that's what the uh, video is about, spot rates today. Find that on YouTube as well. But uh, today is uh, when we are doing this video, or this video, when we're doing <laughs> the audio here, uh, the radio podcast, it's... Uh, uh, what is today? I can't even tell you what today is. Wednesday. Wednesday morning. We're doing this portion of the video. The video. The audio. Man, I'm just so turned around it's not even funny. 
But anyway, getting back to the questions, comments, messages, you can do that. Uh, send us uh, go to our website, fill out the contact form, or you can send us an email at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Yes, you can even pick up the phone and dial 479-668-0213. That's 479-668-0213 and connect with our studio line. Now, we don't answer it. We have uh, It's set up to take voicemail, so if you want to leave a comment, question, message, whatever, feel free to do so. Keep in mind, if you do call and uh, leave a comment, question, or a message, whatever it may, end up on the air. So keep that in mind. All right, good deal. Well, diesel prices down a penny from last week, 242 a gallon. Gasoline, no change, 216 a gallon. Kind of at a standstill. You know, our schedule at uh, Tautoa, we've been staying packed six days a week. Our schedule has been full. Now, this happened back several months ago when the coronavirus thing first started. People working from home or as far as that goes, they were laid off their jobs and everybody... Uh, that have been registering for a different package. You know, usually we are able to do, on average, a couple of sessions a week with an individual. But when the coronavirus hit, everybody was trying to schedule at the same time, and and it's really jam-packed us, and that's good. I'm not complaining, but uh, it got back to normal after, I don't know, a couple of months, and here just the last couple of weeks... It's been happening again. You know, our schedule is getting just full. And it just don't make a lot of sense. Uh, well, it does. The coronavirus keeping people at work or, you know, working from home. Even Walmart, I think, said they're going to keep their office people at home working from home for till the first of the year. Is that it? Is that right? A lot of people working out of their house. Voting. <laughs> you know, it's the election year. Poor USPS. <laughs> they're catching it from everybody, you know. And and now and now they're going to catch it from us. Uh, we ship uh, all the packages out for our clients. We, we ship them priority mail uh, via USPS. And usually th- three, four days max anywhere in the country. And we get an expected delivery date. And 99.9% of the time, that delivery date is spot on, if not a day earlier. But since the coronavirus thing, it's been a little weird. USPS may be giving us a uh, delivery date of this date, and, you know, two days later it still hasn't delivered. It finally does deliver, but it's just kind of squirrely right now. The world's upside down. And you know that. You don't need me to tell you that stuff. Well, here's some uh, bright spots. You can hear about the doom and gloom all over the place, but uh, trailer orders, trailer, I'm talking about uh, dry van, flatbed, refrigerator trailers. They keep climbing. July uh, hit 19,300 orders came in for uh, semi-trailers. That's good. You know, if people are ordering trailers, that means... That's a good sign. You know, there either isn't enough and they're ordering more, but they could be replacing as well. you got to replace those things every once in a while. At least the big companies do. That's why uh, sometimes you may see, uh, well, I'll use orange. Everybody knows that orange is Schneider. You may see an orange trailer going down the road, but it doesn't have any Schneider markings on it. That's because Schneider had it, used it, abused it. Sold it. <laughs> Somebody else bought it and and, and uh, using it. But uh, trailer orders are up, 19,300, the most this year. Yeah, the gain was uh, up 84% from a year earlier and even 33% more than uh, in June. This, according to FTR, FTR is Freight Transportation Research. Now, 
let's break down these uh, 19,300 orders in uh, July. Number one, what, what do you think was the uh, number one trailer ordered? If you said dry vans, you're absolutely right. Apparently the momentum for dry vans has been uh, holding pretty steady. You know, coronavirus, pretty much everything's shipping on a dry van. You know, the necessities uh, as far as paper, goods, and things of that nature. Food, obviously. And uh, refrigerated van orders, re uh, they were solid, again, for the second straight month. Flatbed, not so much. Flatbed kind of fell off. They were kind of soft. But the thing is, is that uh, orders are climbing, and that's a good thing. That is a good thing. You're going to find a lot of a lot of a lot of negatives if you go looking for them. I mean, they're everywhere. That that's what the press that's what they want to do. They want to they really want to push the uh, negative, you know, because that's what sells. That's what keeps eyes looking. And have you noticed all the? I'm, there's fake news everywhere. You know, it's just ridiculous. Uh, what has happened to journalism? That's what I like to know. What has happened? Even Walter Cronkite, I know in his later years, he, uh, I don't know, it was a little bit different than his, his views seemed to have changed as he got older. But I know, uh, I even think even with his views as they were when he got older, he'd still rep these journalists today. I mean, this is nuts. You know, there's no truth anymore. Uh, it's hard to find truth. They they print or they write about their own personal feelings, their own personal beliefs and systems. And, you know, you used to, you could read a newspaper article and you would not be able to tell if the author of that article. I'm saying newspaper, but you know, you, you could watch it on TV. You could watch the uh, nightly news. You could watch a news story. You could read it in a magazine. You could read it in the newspaper. And you wouldn't be able to tell if the reporter, Republican, Democrat, Independent, you couldn't tell because it was non-biased. Today, forget it. You, you can read a story and, you know, within two sentences, the political affiliation <laughs> of that uh, author of that story or the reporter or whatever. But anyway, kind of nuts, kind of nuts. All right. This is Freight Broker TV radio podcast. We get together every week and uh, it will be heard because we're having to pre-record this one. Uh, generally, we'll do them live, but this one's going to be pre-recorded because we got a lot of stuff going on. But uh, it's going to be heard, well, if you're hearing it, you're hearing it Friday morning, 10 a.m. That's when we, you know, uh, actually uh, do the live broadcast. And that's when we'll post this one. But anyway, neither here nor there. A lot to go. We're just getting started. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is FBTV Radio Podcast. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. 
We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or call us at 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. You're listening to FBTV Radio. Hey, welcome back. FBTV Radio Podcast, Freight Broker TV. If you want to check us out online, you can at FreightBrokerTV.com. You want to call, you can. We have a studio line, 479-668-0213. Hey, here's some dates that you will probably want to make note of. Write down, add to your calendar. If you are a driver... These dates will be very important to you. August 23rd, 23rd through the 29th. Yes, friends, it's the CVSA's week-long break blitz. It's going to be taking place throughout North America. (laughs) We're not talking about some type of uh, donut or pastry item. No, this blitz is, uh, they're going to be checking your brakes. California still do that. I know I worked for a trucking company once. And they were they would uh, certify us to be able to adjust our own brakes. And we had a car. said, brake certification. We carried it for when we went out to California. Because <clears throat> apparently in California, you have had to be a certified brake adjuster person to be able to adjust your own brakes and uh, (laughs) anyway that's just the way that went otherwise you had to go to a mechanic and let them adjust the brakes for you let somebody else do it for you i don't know if california still does that or not anymore pretty much everything's so automatic that the uh, auto adjusters and all that back then but you still had to adjust them every once in a while But anyway, that's coming up August 23rd through 29th, a date you need to know. CVSA's week-long break blitz. Yes, friends, that's happening in the 48th Continental for sure. August 31st. Okay, owner-operators, this one's for you. The Highway Heavy Vehicle Use Tax Return is due. I forget that form, 2290, I forget what it was. I know what I had to pay, it was like 500 bucks per truck, but I don't know what it might be today. Highway heavy vehicle use tax return is due for uh, owner-operator September 9th through 11th. Okay, here's what we've been waiting on. This was postponed from the spring, you know, the 72-hour check, that's what I'm getting at. It's going to be happening September 9th through 11th. 72-hour DOT check. So August 31st, uh, no, 23rd through 29th, the week-long break blitz. Then they're going to come right back September 9th and 11th, do the 72-hour check. That's a busy schedule, folks. You know, that 72-hour check when I was driving... I'd park my truck. I'd just go home, take three days off. That was, that was I didn't need the, didn't need the hassle. You know, there's enough stress and hassle out there on these drivers. Now you got to, you got to worry about the DOT trying to get in your pocket. Oh my goodness. You know, and I've always said, and I think a lot of people will agree with me. You can buy a brand new truck and trailer and, the DOT will find something wrong with it. So, anyway, neither here nor there. All right, September 29th, new hours of service rule changes go into effect again. You know, we always got... You can't talk about future stuff happening without 
the new hours of service rule changes go into effect coming in there somewhere. But, uh, all right, we'll probably talk about those dates you need to know coming up uh, in future videos and broadcast and podcast and fun stuff like that. Here's a fun tidbit. Research. <laughs> yeah, that's the key word there, research. Poll. Research. You know, those, those kind of key words that we really don't know. We're just guessing. But anyway, research predicts 54,000 electric semis on the road within five years. So by 2025, 54,000 electric semis will be on the road. George Jetson semis. <laughs> now they need to redo Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> I just want to be right with the electric semi. I don't know. I guess that's all right. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Elon Musk, he's moving to Austin. Going to open up a semi-plant down there. Party capital of Texas. Let's build it there. Hey, here's some good news. Uh, if you're a flatbed operator, you know, we talked about this earlier. Where'd it go? I had it here a minute ago, but it disappeared on me. Oh, the trailer orders. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Here it is right here. Flatbed was at the bottom of the list as being soft for new flatbed trailer orders. But here's something, if that kind of got you down and you are a flatbed operator, well, this should bring you back up. Housing starts surge most since 2016. The permits are going up. That means there's going to be a lot of building material shipping. And how do you ship building material? Well, mostly on a flatbed. Lumber and steel and stuff like that. Yeah, it goes on a flatbed. U.S. home construction starts increased in July by more by, by more than forecast on applications. Now, that makes no sense to me. It's the way they got it wrote, written on the paper. U.S. home construction starts increased in July by more than forecast and applications to build certain <laughs> makes no sense to me. I don't know who wrote this, but they need to do a better job, so it makes sense to me. But anyway, residential starts jumped by 22.6%. That is the most since October 2016. Applications to build a proxy for future construction increased by almost 19%, the most since uh, back in 1990, January of 90, to be exact. That's good. That's good. So... If that's going up, and the reason I say they're, the housing is uh, starting to surge is simply because of the low interest rates, which is good. But if you've been operating flatbeds, expect to see uh, freight volume go up. And with the uh, volume going up, you should see rates go up. We'll see. Keep watching the DAT. All right. This is Freight Broker TV Radio Podcast. Man, we're hitting. <laughs> we are hitting all of the uh, media with that. FBTV Radio. FBTV Radio Podcast. But anyway. Yeah, we try to get together uh, every couple of weeks anyway. We really want to do it every week, but, uh, well. It is what it is, and we've just been swapped, and you understand what I mean by that. been busy, 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 and that's a good thing. Uh, FBTV stuff, if you're uh, interested in getting some of our FBTV coffee mugs, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, whatever it might be, check out our FreightBrokerTV.com store. Just go to FreightBrokerTV.com, find the link at the top of the page in the menu bar. There'll be a button up there. It says Store. Click it. Take you all to all of our find Find, find, find merchandise. 
All right, we're going to take a couple of minute break. We come back, we're going to be talking about a trucking company that says they got charged $18,000 to be towed. Don't go anywhere. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure, if you want. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing too? I don't see why. What about a bike ride? No, I want to fish. Okay. I've never been fishing. Honey, we can do it all. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not. Is it going to be long? No, sweetie. I bet it takes forever. It's not that far. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? No way. Come on, come on. It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking, plus much more. It's all right in your naturehood. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or call us at 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. Broadcasting from a double-wide mobile home in the middle of a cow pasture, this is FBTV Radio. Hey, welcome back. FBTV Radio Podcast. Like I was saying earlier, we try to get together at least once a week. I know we uh, try to put up a video once a week on YouTube. And uh, normally we were doing podcasts and a separate radio show every week. And we got busier and busier and busier. Time became critical and we had to cut back on some things and... We've cut back, cut back, cut back, and here we are. And I guess it's kind of working out to where, you know, we're kind of doing a video, trying to do videos every week, uh, because I know people, you know, we, we, we have topics and training, things like that. But uh, the the radio podcast, yeah, it's kind of coming every other week right now, but we hope to fix that Get that straightened out later on uh, down the road. Yeah. Well, I know. I I looked. Did you see my yard? (laughs) Talking about grass growing. Here we are. We are in the last last part of summer, actually. Well, we got another month, maybe. When is fall? Where's my phone? Fall begins when? I got it in my head... uh, what, uh, September? Well, I don't know. I thought I had, uh, thought I had something on my, uh, is it the 19th? Nope. Well, I don't know when it begins. Fall is here next month, though, right? <laughs> I got everything on my, I got everything on the silly calendar except seasons. Now, let's do this. Let's, let's, uh, I got it in my head for some reason, September 21st. Fall, fall begins, September 22nd. Yeah, fall starts September 22nd, so we're just a month away from fall. Beginning. I know a lot of you are uh, 
looking forward to the football seasons and stuff like that kind of up in the air. What I'm looking forward to is no more mowing the grass. I'm not kidding you. I'm pretty tired of that. This year, I, I chose to do it at my house on my own. Not that this matters to you, but uh, for the exercise. Yeah, my doctor told me a while back, yeah, your triglycerides are low or high or whatever the bad triglyceride level is. And uh, they said, you need to fix that. I go, well, how do I fix that? They go, you need to exercise. I go, well, what's another way to fix that? You got a pill? <laughs> Didn't say that. The, uh, they said exercise. So I decided, okay, this year I'll cut my own grass. You know, I don't have a big yard. When I was young, you know, there's one of those yards you can knock out in an hour, hour and a half. And uh, anyway, I thought that'd be a you know, good thing of exercise. Matter of fact, I, I did some research on that. Mowing your lar yard, lard, <laughs> mowing your yard is really great exercise. Really good exercise for an individual. And uh, so I decided, okay, I'll take that on this year. I'll do that task. I'll mow, weed eat, get the lawn blower out. And I went out here and bought all kinds of stuff. And uh, I even hired one of these lawn services, you know, like they use at a golf course. Or, well, everybody uses them now. They come out and spray. They fertilize. Makes your yard green and supposed to get rid of all the weeds and and they've really, it's really done a good job. I mean, excellent job. Matter of fact, uh, my yard had a lot of, a lot of, uh, I don't know, weeds. We'll call it weeds. A lot of weeds growing in it. You know, to where, you know, by February, my yard's grow in the past has been grown up. You know, it's got all these little wildflowers growing in it. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I say March, February. You know, it's it's, it's it could be cut. And the last thing I want to do is mow grass in February. So I thought, okay. I've noticed the yards that are using these services to spray their yard and, you know, have the pretty yard that people drive by and go, ooh, isn't that special? <laughs> I mean, I'm inside. I never see it. The only time I see the yard is when I pull up to it in the driveway. Huh, yeah, okay. And what I'm thinking, does it need to be cut? No, it doesn't need to be cut. i got to cut that yard. But that's it. You know, and my wife, on the other end, she's kind of into that stuff. You know, she likes, uh, she likes, she likes having a nice yard, getting out there, playing with her plants, getting it all set up. But uh, when it comes to, uh, Long-term care, <laughs> maybe not the botanist she set out to be. But anyway, neither here nor there. <clears throat> so anyway, I hired this service, and it really did. I hired this service to come out. They spray my yard seven or eight times a year. Doesn't cost that much. But they came out, they sprayed it, and within a week, it looked like my yard. It, it looked like the grass actually shrunk. It got rid of all those weeds, killed them off, you know, that wild stuff that wasn't or shouldn't be growing in my yard anyway. And, man, I'm not kidding you. I didn't have to mow till May, late May maybe, before my grass got tall enough to mow. And everybody else out there, I'd just kick him back going, <laughs> they were, you know, chugging their lawnmowers around, mowing that yard. I was pretty proud of myself. But here we are. We're... The end of August, coming up to it, and I am so tired of mowing the yard, because what's happened, yeah, what's happened is that by using the service to make my yard all bright green, grass course, grass, gra golf course looking yard. I mean, it's not a golf course, but you get the idea. You know, it's better than, it looks like a golf course compared to what it was. It's, it's become thicker, thicker. So what I'm finding, yeah, it don't look that tall, but because it's so thick, 
It's like mowing tall grass. Maybe not as bad, but... So I'm having to really keep an eye on it. And I'm having to mow it pretty much like... Every seven to ten days. And I get this thing from the yard care service. Hey, you know, mow it every five days. It'll, it'll, it'll handle those weeds better. And uh, you know, five days, you're missing the point. The whole point of me using your service is so <laughs> I don't have to mow it very, very much. I may have said this before. I told my wife, because she's really proud of the yard. She thinks it's looking good. And now she, our, our whole back patio now is full of plants. She buys plants now. And as long as she don't plant them, if it keeps them in the pot, that's cool. But once it goes on the ground, it's going to be more work for Mikey. Because he's going to have to dig them up, mow them, do something. But anyway, neither here nor there. But like I told her, you know, hey, you know, the money I'm paying for that lawn service, I'll be paying the same amount of money. It's not to make the yard pretty. It's to make it so it's easier to mow, and I don't have to do it as much. At least that was the plan. I, I tried to explain to her, hey, if, if they could come out here and spray it with something and it turned the yard purple, which wouldn't let the grass grow so quick, you know, where I could mow it less or not at all, I'd, I'd pay them for that. I, you know, out in California, some of those people, I mean, I get it out in California. You know, when I used to drive trucks out there, you get, uh, uh, what is that, uh, Barstow and, uh, oh, what's that other one? Well, I guess it is Barstow, Mojave, Mojave area. Get out, to get out in that area. You know, they got sand for a yard, so they don't have grass. But what I noticed a lot of those homes do out there is they rock their yard. You know, they put rock in it, you know, white rock or, you know, that, that, that kind of stuff, decorative rock for their whole yard. My wife even brought up the idea one time of, you know, uh, making the patio the whole backyard, you know, pouring concrete over the whole backyard. And at the time, I thought, no, why would you want it? That's so crazy. But once you have to start mowing it, yeah, that idea is not so crazy after all, you know. Not too crazy after all. <laughs> okay, excuse me. No, that's not coronavirus. That's uh, that's just a cough. Isn't that something? It doesn't matter what you do now. You know, you cough. You, somebody catches outside without a mask. It's coronavirus. It's coronavirus. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Going to talk about this trucking company. It says they got charged $18,000. To get their truck and trailer towed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell. Everything's changed at this time. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L 
www.thepoa.com or call us at 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. You're listening to FBTV Radio. TV Radio Podcast. My name is Michael. I'm your host. I am the lead consultant for Taltoa. Matter of fact, uh, you're listening to our podcast, radio broadcast. Check us out on YouTube. A lot of videos up there. Uh, you find our YouTube channel at uh, what? Freight Broker TV. If you have questions, comments, messages, feel free to leave your comments, question, or message on uh, the comments section of any videos on YouTube, or you can go to our website. And all of a sudden, our Freight Broker TV website, FreightBrokerTV.com, it kind of got uh, squirrely. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it works. Everything's fine. It's just, uh, well, if I didn't say anything about it, you wouldn't know it wasn't working right. But it isn't working right. And uh, it's something to do with the uh, updates. We did some updates here the other day, and now... It's not letting us do what it used to let us do. And if I try to explain it, well, okay, forget our website, Free Broker TV. Okay, the the, the, the very the first page you see, that's where we post all the videos. Okay. And up at the very top, it's got a slider. And generally, we try to keep three articles, you know, the three latest posts in that slider. And what we have to do, okay, we, we, we do the video, we post the video on YouTube, we get everything done, uh, then we come into the uh, website and we create the post for our website and we embed the video in the post, uh, put forms in there, you know, do what do, do everything that needs to be done. So if you go to one of the videos, you, well, you could go to the video page on one of the videos, you'll see what we're talking about, what I'm talking about here. But the, uh, if we want that article or that post to be in that slider, well, we have to click a button, you know, put a check mark next to yes, include in slider, and it gives us the option to add an image for the slider. Well, that's what's screwed up. It will not let us include an image. It used to, obviously. And if we take an image out, it will not let us put it back. And it's just weird. It's never done that before, but uh, anyway, we got uh, we got top guys working on that, you know, Wallowitz and Cooper and Hofstetter. <laughs> They're on the job. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Hopefully, we will get that all worked out. Anyway, if you got a question, comment, or message, you can email it to us fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Uh, use contact form on our website, or you can even. Call us, studio line, 479-668-0213. Okay, now, trucking company was charged $18,000 for a tow job. <clears throat> T-O-W, tow job. That's crazy money, folks. That's somebody sticking it to somebody. I had, uh, I've had a couple of trucks towed when I was owner-operator. First one... Was it the first one? Yeah, it may have been. Yeah, one, the first one comes to mind is uh, well, my driver got in and uh, he's going to leave out on Sunday. And I get a call Sunday afternoon. Hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Rick? Where, where'd, you, where'd you move the truck? Do what? I mean, that's, if, you, if you own a truck, that is the last thing... <laughs> You want a driver to call and ask you, where did you move the truck? Well, Rick, it's been in your possession. I haven't moved it anywhere. Why? What's wrong? Well, Mike, it's not where I left it. I understand that the truck's hooked up to a trailer, and the trailer has a load on it, and my driver doesn't know where the truck is. He tells me he parked at a store. I said, you parked at the store. Man, they got signs all over that parking lot saying no parking. You will be towed. 
He goes, yeah, but they'd let me do it before I asked. Yeah, I had permission. I go, who's, what company? Did you, did you let them know you were driving for us, this company? No, it was for my last company, but they told me I could. Well, Ricky, that was your last company. They don't know you're driving for us. So we located the truck. Yeah, I think to tow that truck and trailer something like 10 blocks. So like 400 bucks or something like that. Which the uh, driver ended up paying for. Their mistake. They're the ones that pay for it. Now, a second time, my driver, well, the alternator belt broke and always kept spare parts in the side box. You know, headlights, you know, running lights, brake lights, you know, you have bulbs, you know, stuff like that. Alternator belt, it's just a serpentine belt. It's one serpentine belt. <clears throat> you know, alternator, you know, whatever's needed. Anyway, he had a belt. And it's spring-loaded. All you got to do is have a crowbar. You just move the the tension thing over and pop the new belt on. You're good to go. No, not my driver. It's 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. My driver calls a tow truck to uh, tow the uh, truck and trailer to a shop to get the alternator belt fixed. Something it could have been fixed on the side of the road if the driver, you know, even if the driver didn't want to do it themselves and they would have called road service to do it, it would have cost me more money, but I would have probably paid for it. The tow bill, I'm not going to pay for. I just won't do it. That's stupid. The driver doesn't call me. They just take it on their own to make this decision. It's something like a $700 tow bill. I told him, Jim, look, man, look, I'll pay for the repair. <laughs> even though I shouldn't be paying for that because it's a five-minute fix. You know, you had everything you needed. It was in the side box, but uh, I'll pay the tow bill. Or, or I'll, no, I'll pay for the repair, but you're going to pay for the tow bill. So like $607 or, you know, for the tow bill. But anyway, you know, that's neither here nor there. I mean, we if you're if you've ever owned a truck, had drivers on a truck, yeah, you, uh, we could sit here for hours and compare stories. <clears throat> but this trucking company, they have filed a complaint stating they allegedly were charged more than $18,000 for a tow in Chicago in the Windy. Huh. Things getting whacked up in the Windy. Deja vu, huh? <laughs> the company was filed... Oh, the complaint was filed by Ontario Trucking Company, Roadstar Carrier, Inc. Ah, Canadian company, eh? Anyway, this uh, complaint was filed uh, just the uh, other day, August 14th, in the Cook County Circuit Court. The complaint names Linwood, Illinois-based VIP towing and roadside assistance. So you may want to jot that down. According to the complaint, back uh, on August 12th, a Roadstar truck hit a downed tree branch caused by severe weather while the driver was traveling in the Chicago area. The truck was damaged but remained drivable after it was escorted by police to the delivery location. After unloading, Roadstar reportedly contacted Volvo dealership M&K Centers for repairs and were told that M&K would provide an escort for the damaged semi to their location. However, according to Roadstar, a VIP employee arrived on the scene and falsely represented himself to the truck driver that his slash her company had been retained by Roadstar, allegedly wrongfully inducing the driver to sign a pre-tow agreement. The VIP employee then towed the truck to a Chicago lot, the complaint states. Now, when Roadstar contacted VIP about releasing the truck, they would they were told that VIP would not release the truck without the payment of eighteen thousand five hundred and seventy-three dollars in towing and storage fees. Just a little over the top, don't you think? 
Roadstar said that they uh, contacted local police for help in getting the truck back, but uh, got no response. Hmm. I wonder why. I mean, in Chicago, I don't know. Anyway, Roadstar complaint alleges that VIP had violated Illinois law by misrepresenting themselves to the driver and seeks a preliminary injunction against the tow company for the return of the truck in addition to compensatory and punitive damages sufficient to deter future wrongdoing of this type. Now, there's going to be an emergency hearing on Roadstar's complaint. That's scheduled for uh, Tuesday morning. It's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. But, uh, you know, we were talking about tow trucks here. A while back in one of our episodes out uh, Carolina, I think, there was a uh, tow, tow, uh, tow truck uh, company out there after Celadon closed its doors. And any time they spotted a Celadon truck or trailer sitting, they'd tow it in <laughs> without uh, authority, without anybody's authority. They just thought, hey, this would be a gold mine. We'll bring all those trucks and trailers, we'll store them, and then when it's, they come to collect, we'll charge them a big old fee. That didn't work out well for that company. I doubt if it's going to work out very well for this VIP towing and roadside assistance as well. That's crazy. Uh, there might be more to that story, but it, from what it sounds like, it don't sound right. Hey, if you haven't checked out the FBTV Insider, do so, fbtvinsider.com. If you want to get to the FBTV Insider, you can go to our freightbrokertv.com website. There is a link at the top of the page. It says FBTV Insider. You can go to the FBTV Insider and get all the content you want. Everything we post on publicly, YouTube, podcast, radio, Everything. It's right there in one nice little place, and it's free to register. Okay? You register up, and you have to get access to all the free content. Now, we do have insider content, which is going to be videos, additional podcasts, things of that nature. Uh, we do live broadcasts on there occasionally. And it's just, what, two ninety nine a month, less than $25 a year if you pay for it by the year. That's up to you. Check it out. You know, if you, it's, it's something that's there, you can always go to. You can always check it out. And, uh, hey, if it works for you, it works for you. You can cancel any time as far as that goes. But, uh, yeah, two ninety nine a month. Can't go wrong. All right. This FBTV radio podcast will be back in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast, radio show, and yeah, I'm the mug you see on the FBTV YouTube videos. Now, in addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We've been training and consulting freight brokers for over 20 years. Not only freight brokers, but freight broker agents as well. We have a number of different packages that provide no travel, in-depth, live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and consulting. Now, if you've been thinking about entering the transportation industry as a freight broker or freight broker agent, well, we hope you take a few minutes and check us out. You can visit our website at taltoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or call us at 479-668-0838. 
That's 479-668-0838. At Taltoa, your success is our success. Broadcasting from a double-wide mobile home in the middle of a cow pasture, this is FBTV Radio. Welcome back to FBTV Radio Podcast. FBTV Radio Podcast debuts the, well, the broadcast debuts on Fridays, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. Central Time. You can listen to it on the FBTV Radio, which you can find at FreightBrokerTV.com. It's a 24-7 stream that you can tune into and uh, listen to our previous broadcast and that's well, a radio station bottom line internet radio internet radio but it's a freight uh, fbtv radio uh you go to our website up in the top right we've got a uh, player up there you can just click it and tune right into the uh, live broadcast or the broadcast and uh matter of fact under that there's a link to an app you can install on your well, it's iPhone right now, but I'm sure there's apps out there for a Droid or any other type of uh, device you may be using. And enter the URL, and we have the URL right there below where you install the app. Just, you know, type that in the HTTP, whatever it says there. Group of numbers, maybe letters, I, I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, you can enter it in to your device, and voila. Now you guys, anytime you want, just pull it up. Be good to go, man. All right. GPS. You know, GPS on a truck, I, I get it. I can see it. You know, I even use GPS when I'm driving in my car or whatever. But for a big truck, I, I, I tell everybody, no. No, don't use GPS on a big truck. You can't trust that. You, you just can't. At least I don't. I wouldn't. And and here's why. Here, here, here's a good reason. Truck drivers looking to avoid a recent tow uh, <laughs> raise. You know, we get this stuff. I'm going to tell you, folks. We, we, we get these articles and stuff off the Internet from reputable news industry websites. And it's like nobody proofs their, their writing. The truck drivers looking to avoid recent tow raise. Okay, how about truck drivers looking to avoid a recent rise in tolls on a West Virginia interstate are leaning on their GPS for guidance. Wrong. <laughs> but the new GPS-guided route has residents and local police concerned. This is what I'm saying. GPS, you can't trust it. GPS in a big truck will, will get you into a position you don't want to be in. And believe me, you know, pick up the phone and call. But anyway, this is this is a little bit different. They're trying to avoid this toll. Now, Lieutenant Jason McDaniel of the newly popular route through Beckley, West Virginia neighborhood, <laughs> along Pinewood and Holiday Drive, says uh, the trucks can't be there. It just they they just can't be there. He says, I know I answer a lot of phone calls from residents that live up there complaining about not only the traffic, the speeding, but the trucks are dangerous. They can't travel that road. They don't fit. Hey, I get it. You know, if you've ever been in a 70-foot, 70-plus-foot long tractor trailer up there in the northeast, you get what this officer just said. They don't fit. That part of the country was not made for tractor trailers, <laughs> 70 foot long tractor trailers. Just, it just wasn't. Anyway, they don't fit. He continued adding that the uh, car traffic alone is, uh, wasn't designed for that much traffic. Now, with the tolls being raised on the interstate, the uh, semis have started going through the neighborhood trying to get around the toll. And I can't blame them for that. Anybody can, as far as that goes. I mean, Jiminy Cricket, you raise the tolls. Trekkie companies feel like everybody's nickel and diming them to death. I mean, you know, you got these, well, just recently you've had the protest 
from the independents, you know, complaining about brokers not paying them enough. I, you know, you know where I stand on that issue. Go find your own customer. You know, you shouldn't be using a broker as a dispatcher anyway. Any trucking company using a broker 100% of the time as their dispatcher are paying way too much money for a dispatcher. You got to have your own customers. Get your own customers. Get your own customers. Deal direct with the customer. Only use a only use a broker for a backhaul. In other words, only use a broker when you need to relocate your equipment to a destination that you can't get to via any other means. That's when you should be using a broker. Generally, a trucking company uses a broker to get the truck a reload so they can get back to where their customer is. That's the whole purpose of a broker. But anyway, according to ABC4 News, there are signs posted prohibiting semi-trucks uh, on the neighborhood roads, but drivers have been opting to follow the guidance of their GPS anyway. That is just nuts. A shame on you drivers. You should know better than this. Uh, they're, they're, they're ignoring the signs and uh, following their GPS so they don't have to pay a toll. All right. You're, you're following your GPS coordinates. Up in front of you, there's a bridge, and it's marked 12 foot 6 inches. Well, my GPS told me to go this way. The heck with it. You're not going to do that. You're going to stop. So why aren't you doing it for this neighborhood? Anyway... Anyway, the uh, officer says, everyone I've pulled over has told me the same thing. I'm just following my GPS. That's not a defense. I'm following the GPS. The GPS told me to do it. <laughs> Makes me think of Flip Wilson. The devil made me do it. <laughs> That's, uh, you have to be my age to understand that reference. Now, officials say that the main GPS culprits... Or get this, Google Maps, Apple Maps, and Waze. Is that how you pronounce it? W-A-Z-E. It could be Waze. Waze. Oh, yeah. Today's world, man. Anything's possible. <clears throat> so they plan to get in contact with those companies to arrange a route change. He says, I'm going, to, I'm going to be in the process of trying to get in contact with them to see if we can take this route off their maps. That uh, was uh, <laughs> stated by... Beckley, Councilman at Large, Cody Reedy, Cody Reedy, Cody Reedy. But anyway, don't follow those GPS. GPS will get you in trouble if you are a truck. It can. You know, a lot of people put their faith in that stuff. Man, no, I... Not I. I am calling, I'm getting directions, and especially this. I'm not even about to... You know, what happened to the Rand McNally Motor Carrier Road Atlas? You ever thought about, okay, let's open it up and let's find a route. Well, wait a minute. If you open it up, if you open up your road atlas and you're going to, well, wait, I can't go down that road. That's a residential street. Duh. Anyway. All right. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. You know, one time I was uh, picking up a load of Christmas trees. In Salem, Oregon, and I called and I got directions. And I thought I had followed my directions to the T, but the next thing I knew, I was on a dirt, well, pretty much a dirt road, wide enough, pretty much for maybe a vehicle and a half. Maybe just enough room, you know, to pass. And I was going up this big old tall mountain. And the further I creeped up it, the more I thought, I've screwed up. I, I, they gave me the wrong directions. I didn't follow them correctly. Somewhere something went wrong because this can't be right. And I kept inching up that road, going up that mountain, looking for a place I could turn around because I, in my head, I was thinking, how am I going to get out of this? Oh my gosh. You know, state police are going to have to come up here. I'm going to have to back down this mountain because there's no place to turn around. Finally, I got to a point, I saw a couple of people out in the garden. Literally, it was a house, and next to their house, they were in this garden. And I was just barely able to, well, I was still on the road, but they heard my brake set, you know, like on a semi. And I saw the two heads rise up. They looked, they saw me getting out of my truck, and as I glanced, they made eye contact, and they motioned for me to keep going. <laughs> Didn't have to say a word. It's like, I'm not the first truck... I'm not the first driver going up that road. 
that thought they had received the wrong directions. And I kept going up that road. Sure enough, top of the mountain, there is the Christmas tree farm. I'll never forget that. As if that isn't memorable enough, the main part of this I will never forget is that I had to sign a waiver slash release stating that I would yield for helicopters. I would yield for helicopters. And that just struck me weird. Of course I will yield for helicopters. I will yield for trains. I will yield for low-flying airplanes. I will yield for cars that rent a stop sign. <laughs> I will yield for people crossing and across. I, you know, this is a no-brainer. But helicopters, I have to sign a release or a waiver saying I will yield for helicopters. That blew me away. And that told me that the reason they have that waiver is simply because, obviously, somebody did not yield for a helicopter. <laughs> but what it is with the helicopter, they have people up in, uh, you know, on the side of the mountain. They're cutting down these Christmas trees, and they put them into this net. The helicopter lowers, you know, their their wire or whatever, and they hook them up, and they pick them up, and they take them to the top of the mountain, and they drop them. And so there's helicopters flying around all the time. So that's where that came from. But I always thought that's wild because if they had me sign something like that, that means somebody didn't yield in the past. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition, this show, this broadcast of FBTV Radio Podcast. Hey, check check us out on YouTube, FreightBrokerTV.com, all that fun stuff. Go have a great weekend, unless you've made other plans. I mean, seriously, <laughs> have a great weekend. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.